Check this out, baby. You're listening to the world-famous White Roof Radio. This is Wolfcast number 102 for Sunday, October 15th, 2006. Brought to you by OutMotoring.com and Web Motorsports. He did it. That was four. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Hey, everybody. It's Stevie in Southern California with uh, Todd in the glorious cow pasture of Kansas City and Michael Babishkin from the Bay Area and the Mail Buoy Podcast bringing you White Radio number 102, uh, talking about mini stuff on a Sunday night like we like to do. No Gabe this evening. He had to rush out, perform emergency heart surgery or something. I, I forgot exactly what it was, but it was very much important, so he wasn't able to make it with us this week. So. Or was he trying to deal with the, the brakes on his 3 Series again? <laughs> oh, maybe it was that. Jeez, I mean, what good's 50-50 weight distribution if he can't stop? Right? <laughs> At least your balance anyway. going into that wall. <laughs> well, there, there you go, exactly. It's an nice. even crash. It's an even impact. Oh, yes, my uh-huh. Okay, yeah, you, you do damage on both sides evenly. Nice. So, so we're going to do many stuff like we always do here. This is actually our first real show in the new White Roof Radio Century. Um, for those of you who missed it last week, we actually did the show pseudo-live. I know we talked about it a lot, but we used a program called Skype, and we did what's called Skypecast. And we had about 30 or 40 people join us. And then Pedro over at Motoring Fund set up... Uh, com. he set up a chat room for us to use, and it's really cool. He's actually set up a more permanent chat room now, and he's just currently assembling a schedule and whatnot. So if you want interesting chatting, online chatting with other mini owners, feel free to cruise over there and check that out. Um, but that was very successful, and I will guarantee you that we will do that again. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was great having uh, you on, too, Michael, and Robert, too. I appreciate it, the invite. Yeah, it was nice uh, not hearing Robert uh, at 8 kilohertz, the sec- 8 kilohertz cycles, you know? <laughs> yeah. It was nice actually hearing, hearing Robert in full voice, and he's a funny guy. I like having him on. Yeah, we need to get I'm Robert def- some serious gear up there in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, anybody looking to sponsor a, a podcast, you know? <laughs> Robert sounds seeing tours about every about every month or so. He could use a sponsor. Well, and hey, hook everybody him who with, hook every, him up with a nice Adderall. Everybody who listened in live last week got to experience a little bit of you. You heard a lot of stuff live that didn't end up in the show, and there's a bit of editing, a bit of magic that goes on behind the scenes. And so okay. that was kind last of last week was more than a bit, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, we took a an hour and forty. I took an hour and forty minutes, and ended up an hour show, which was you know pushing it. But it's our hundredth show. I figured an hour was great. So, uh, needless to say, there was 40 minutes cut out. Not all of it was discussion. A lot of it was our tech talk at the beginning. But people know how much work it is to uh, put this little and thing A lot on. of it was, was echo, echo squashing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Todd, anyway. Todd does a really good job making us look like we know what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. I hope so. So Yeah, nice work. Yeah, so, um, and those of you who did get to hear all the stuff that Todd cut, there's actually some things. Normally, when we start this, we usually start um, fairly early on a Thursday night, and we have about an hour of pre-show where we discuss what we're going to talk about and other miscellaneous items uh, that we saved you guys from listening to last week, because most of that can be kind of boring. But there's a couple of bootlegs out there. I know. If you ask the right people, you might be able to find the full, unedited version. Yep, I've got a... I got a couple versions here on my laptop. So yeah, we thought maybe that was going to happen, and sure enough, it did at least twice that I know of. So that was kind of fun. I was actually amazed at the sound quality. It's not horrible. It's a little bit better than this telephone call. Yeah, and that's what I was glad um, to hear the bootlegs from was to hear the quality that other people were hearing. And I thought it was very listenable. Um, it was AM radio like, or I should say, AM radio like from ten years ago before it went stereo. Yeah. So. So it didn't doesn't sound horrible. And it was a lot of fun to do. So, yeah. like I said, we will be we will revisit the live show again. Um, good chance we might just make it a regular feature, or not, just save it for special occasions. But it was so much fun. We definitely want to do that one again. 
Yes. What else? What else we got? Oh, hey. We have a swag shop. Finally. Oh, check us out. Check us out. T-shirts, hats, hoodies, wall clock, mouse mat. WhiteRoofRadio.com official official merchandise store is now over at CafePress.com forward slash WhiteRoofRadio. There will be a link in the show notes. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or anything, I've actually got samples here at the house already, and they turned out quite nice. They're very cool. Um, definitely worth it. And, of course, you know, in buying that, that helps support the show just a little bit more. Hmm. There yeah. you go. There you go. LoweringBadges.com. Uh, and motoringbadges.com because Todd's still trying to pay off his GP. <laughs> now I'm still trying to pay off that, that Alcantara JCW steering wheel, which I can't oh. say how cool that is. <laughs> well, you know, I just, well, you can go ahead because Gabe's not here to talk about it, so you can go and take Gabe's place for that tonight. Yeah, yeah. You, it, you can play JCW fanboy for the evening. And I, the, today, at the first the first person who hadn't seen my car for a while, my, uh, my wife's boss, I stopped by her office this afternoon to deliver something because uh, I did some work for him. And her boss came out and he's like, oh, I want to see your car. I want to see your car. So he comes out and he's looking at it and oohing and on. And then he gets in and sits down and he grabs, and he, he drives a BMW. He drives a three series BMW and he gets in and grabs the steering wheel. And he's the first person who without prompting just went, ooh, and then kind of shivered a little <laughs> bit. And nice. somebody who knew, I didn't have to explain, grab that steering wheel and, and feel it. He just grabbed it and went, oh, he goes, this is so nice. So I, I really got a kick out of that, out of her boss, you know, getting in and grabbing that thing. And it's, it's, it's unbelievable if you've never, I mean, I still can't uh, say enough about it. Call your parts department, order one of those uh, immediately if you've got an O, oh, if you've got a three spoke, how's that? There you go. Can't fit them on two yeah, spoke Trisha, minis. No. Nope. Trisha was over at uh, Mini Concord with uh, our car today, getting it serviced. And one of the things that need to be done is the the mini emblem in the center spoke of, in, in the center of our steering wheel need to get it replaced because it was starting to peel off. Like all the O five seemed to have that tendency. And at least it's just the logo, not the leather. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, she, she told the the service advisor that we wouldn't be the least bit upset if a JCW steering wheel mysteriously <laughs> showed up on the car. They laughed and told us no. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you know, all that is the removable center part of that is the airbag, and I yeah. know I know that from yeah. dismantling mine to install my JCW steering wheel is that whole centerpiece comes completely off of there and can be replaced. And hopefully they don't have to replace the whole airbag part. They can just replace the logo on it. But I've heard that's an no, issue. It's with the the whole people. airbag piece. Really? Really? Yeah. Crazy. And we lucked out they happen to, happen to have had one in stock. Wow. So they were able to take care of it. Amazing oh, nice. stuff. Well, speaking, of, speaking of more cool stuff, um, I finally received my MCAW auto up kit in the mail today. I was very excited about that. Once you get that installed, we'll be needing a review. Yeah, and once I get this installed, I'll do a full review. But just just so everybody knows, if you're curious, it comes with a really cool, uh, they print up uh, a nice little how-to, all in color, uh, lots of words, lots of pictures, website addresses to go check out so you can get more help, all kinds of stuff. I can't wait to get it in. I'm really excited. So I'll be doing that this weekend. That should be fun. Excellent. I'm really missing the auto up and the GP, by the way. This week, for the first time... I'm surprised you didn't take that out of the out of the mule, too, and put that in the GP. No, my wife's driving it, and she's gotten used to it, so I'm not going <laughs> to not gonna like downgrade anything, or I'll really hear it. So oh, okay. this week, for the first time, the weather's been really nice, so I drive around with the window down a lot. But when somebody calls, like if I get a phone call... And I'm stopped in traffic uh, because I try not to talk while I'm driving. Uh, 
This has been a public <laughs> service <laughs> announcement brought to you by Singular Wireless. Um, <laughs> so if I try and stop, I've got to roll the window up so people, because everybody knows how noisy it is in a Mini. If you've ever tried to talk to anybody on a cell phone in a Mini with the windows down, yeah. oh, it's, it's impossible. impossible. It's impossible. So I reach down, I flip it twice, and nothing happens. I'm like, oh, I'm in the wrong one. <laughs> so i got to wedge my finger in there and try and answer the phone. So, yeah. I'm oh, I'm missing man. it. I'll be ordering. I'll be ordering an uh, auto up circuit. I'm not sure which one I'm going to order yet. Uh, since there are two options out there, I've got one. I may order the the macaw just to just to compare them side by side. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know yet. Okay. So now, DB, when you go to put in your macaw, are you going to do the blind reach behind the, the center console and try and poke it, or are you going to do the uh, Gabe method of pulling out the saw and cutting off the down tube? <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not cutting off. I'm not cutting down tubes. That's for sure. No, I'm going to follow the directions as they are written here before me on this uh, nice double double sided, no less, very nicely done with colored pictures. I'm going to follow the directions as much to the letter as I possibly can. And see how well and how easy it goes. See, it's those down tubes are the reason why the uh, Ian Cole circuit that I ordered a year ago is still sitting underneath the center console in my mini uninstalled. Is because I don't want to go and well, pull, I, I'm too lazy to pull everything apart to get back there to put it in. Problem is, your 05 has got a little plate down there. You can't reach up under anymore. You have to pull it apart. Yeah, because I tried that in Vegas. I'm like, oh, I can do that, and I went clunk. Oh, what is that? <laughs> it's a wall. <laughs> Now the Berlin Wall is between you and the back <laughs> of the uh, the switch panel there. So and and I pulled that whole thing out once when I put in the first Bluetooth kit, and I swore I was never going back there again. It's just wait, 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 wait! You've got butt. Bluetooth in your Mini? I used to. Oh, okay. I, I used to have a Sony Ericsson kit that died on. Oh, back, okay. Uh, last year, I was going to say oh, I don't know oh, anybody who has the Mini it. Bluetooth kit in it. I'm like, oh, dude. I, I know of a couple of people that do have it. I don't know of any who have it uh, integrated into the steering wheel, but they've, they've got the, the version before that. You know why? It's like $9,000. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, nine, it's like nine grand. Totally. It's, it's yeah. for, that's, that's the installed price, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Well, oh. those dealer, the dealer installation rates get a little pricey. We kid. No, I took all, yeah, my, I took all mine apart, but mine's easy because I got no three. Um, when did I do mine? Oh, I had the whole thing apart when I put in my... Uh, uh, my aux, my aux port adapter. Yeah, and that was a, that was just a you know jam the hand back up in there and plug it in for me. And I did the same thing on the GP. I, I have no I idea what's wrong with you guys with your abnormally large, apish hands. You can't get in there. I don't. I don't get it. It's too easy. Well, not all of us are double jointed at the thumb either. No, oh, I forgot about that. I do have that <laughs> that thumb yeah. thing. Yeah, the thumb thing. No, you got to anyway. see. It's it's really easy. Next time, I'll show you on either one of the cars how that thing just pops right in there. Oh, I believe you. I mean, when I pulled mine you apart. You have to show us in Vegas. I, it there was we go. a piece of cake. But Michael, in fact, bring your auto up, and we'll let Todd try to install it in Vegas. Not the auto up. The <laughs> you know, it'll probably still be sitting oh, the in the Oxport. same place. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll do Oxport installs in Vegas. Hey, speaking of installs, I... Uh, that'll give that'll give Gabe something to, Gabe something to do. <laughs> speaking of installs, you're going to be doing graphics on my car in Vegas. I know. I read something about that. Tr- tr- Trisha's working on... She's got some ideas. Our, uh, actually, one of the bonnet stripes on the hood kind of got uh, the black highlight on the edge got buffed out the last time it was washed oh my so god that's been the, the driving thing that, that we're gonna get something done finally we're gonna get off our butts you know i'm working on taking so, care uh, of that for all fine. minis in general so <clears throat> that's a little yes <clears throat> yeah you gonna give me you, you giving any more than that todd or is that as much as you <laughs> that's all i'm giving take, take that wherever you like to and of course yeah if you have if you have ideas or anything like that 
Leave us a note in the show notes. Yeah, since no. And speaking of the last thing before we dive into uh, news, to news, I did a I did an upgrade on the GP this week, and I'd seen this. A couple other people had done it already, and that's put the aero grill in the uh, in the bonnet. There, got rid of the oh yeah, got rid of the uh, thunder blue metallic slats, and put in a black aero grill. And I'm kind of digging How's it. Look? I'm kind of digging it. It looks pretty mean nice. in the front. So nice. and cool. I have to say it was such I wouldn't have done it if it wasn't such an incredibly incredibly next to nothing win in a poker bet kind of uh kind of a price. <laughs> so uh, I couldn't pa- I couldn't pass it up so it it looks pretty sweet. I'll have to post some pictures. Oh, okay, well, very cool. Uh so I guess we should just go and just jump into news really quick and see if we can get through it without Gabe and Hopefully he won't cringe too bad as we do this. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll mix it up for, for news music, too. And we had a suggestion last week, since we've been playing around trying to find the ultimate news music for White Roof Radio. Somebody tossed around the idea of, uh, let's have a contest to have people, you know, like, send in your own composition for the White Roof Radio news music. And I'm kind of grooving on that. We need to think about it. Yeah, that's that a, that's actually a really good idea. What's something we're going to have to think about. Yeah. Um, We'll see what happens. So, listeners, start thinking about that in the back of your mind. Start, you know, writing up we're some music. For, and- we're looking for news music that that will uh, pass Gabe's approval, and uh, that would be kind of fun to have. So, we'll we'll uh, keep you posted on that. That's yeah. just an idea. We got somebody said left a message in the comments or sent us an email. I don't remember which, something like that. Oh, and speaking of comments, we're actually going to cover some voicemails. We're going to do it tomorrow. And if you've been trying to call the voicemail line, it's giving you grief. Um, just sit tight. Just keep trying. I'm working on it right now. I have a feeling it's because, like, Wingnut's got it jammed. You know, he just keeps calling and calling <laughs> and calling, and it's just everybody gets a busy signal. So Yeah, that might be what it is. Anyway, we kid because that, we so. love Wingnut. We love Wingnut. <laughs> anyway, let's, uh, let's put in some of that fabulous new news music that we've picked for this week, shall we? Roll that fabulous news music. It's just not quite the same as it's uh, the dog with the fingers That cracks me up. I love this commercial. Hey, one more thing before we get well, and this is like maybe a little mini related. Oh, we might have to replay the news, news music if you go too long. Ah, yeah. People are going to forget. That's okay. That's exactly right. The uh, What are your thoughts? We've talked about this a little bit. I think we touched on it once before. Of the Volkswagen commercials, the, the crash commercials. You know the ones I'm talking about where people are talking yeah. and going blah, 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 and then all of a sudden, boom, you know, they get broadsided by somebody. And I, then, get, I get kind of tired of them myself, and then they went away, yeah, and then the next one back was the, the, two, the two women in the white Jetta, and they're talking, talking about, about the commercial. commercial. Yeah, and then, and then they get, they get sideswiped. Yeah. And, and it, it's predictable, and... I mean, I get the point, and I'm just kind of over it, and I don't want to see him anymore. Well, you know, the latest one is the three guys. The three guys look like they're on their way to playing golf or on their way from back yeah. to playing golf. And they're talking about the Viagra commercial, the, you know, the, yep, either the right. Cialis that's commercial right. they're talking about. And they're going, yeah, if it lasts four hours, boom! And I didn't catch that for, like, maybe the first three times I'd seen it. And then I'm like, those dudes are talking about that commercial. Yeah. Uh, and they get hit. But anyway, my whole point is that uh, around the Pearson household, we, uh, we can't stand the ads. Um, oh, I can't stand them at the Burnside household either. I respect the uh, the effort that CPB has put into that campaign, but it's turning me off that, you know, my wife even says, like, turn the channel or mute it or something. I don't want to see this commercial. It's just, yeah. it's ridiculous. It, it, it's one of those things that, you know, the first one or two times you see that commercial, I, I, at least for me, I walked away from it going, whoa, that was a powerful commercial. They got it. 
after that, though, you're right. It becomes too jarring. You don't want to see it anymore. It, it, yeah. it, it loses its power, and it's trying to figure out where that sweet spot is and at what point it is that you've got to stop going and pushing that theme and moving on. Yeah. Well, we've I got. Gotten, I got the. I got the message. So let's move on. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's the shock factor. It's the whole everything you know to get your attention anymore. We have to be shocked even more than before. And as far as advertising goes, it's a pretty shocking ad. It's not. Yeah. It, it's breaking oh, yeah. all the all the rules of traditional advertising. And I'm. I don't know. I don't know whether it's been successful or not. I think VW is really stretching. You know, with their latest campaign of a free guitar with every car you buy. Through the, through the end of the year. Yeah. They're kind of clever little ads, but I'm going, oh, anybody with half a brain can read through the advertising demographic studies that are going, we need to get younger people to buy our brand. Let's give away a rock guitar and have John Mayer and Slash and whoever else they are, you know, playing a guitar, uh, you know, coming out of the speakers of the car, which is kind of clever, but it really almost seems desperate to me. So, um, you got to wonder whether CPB, you know, they left Mini for a lot of money to go to Volkswagen, uh, certainly. And there's no question about that. But, man, what an uphill battle they have trying to turn a brand around instead of like they did with Mini when it came out is kind of create a brand that nobody had ever heard of before in the U.S. and just did a brilliant job of it. So, you know... I just, you know, just a little advertising uh, something there with a mini tie-in a little bit, so. Okay. So we need to go back. We need to go back, 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 back. Well, actually, we discussed how far back we're going to go. We need to go back further than that. We need to go all the way back to the mini reinvents itself article that we posted up on October 4, October 6, 2006. That was a really good article. And it's kind of leading up to another article that's getting posted kind of twice this week uh, over at MSN where uh, they just go through like every other review this week and just say, look, this is the Mini. It's really cool, but it's still the same car, essentially. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I got nothing. On. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's, <laughs> uh, m- moving on. Um, we have... No less than I, I counted them up. We have six reviews. One million. Of the o, One million six, reviews. At least six reviews posted of the 07 R56. And oddly enough, they all pretty much say exactly the same thing. And they all say, wow, this is a really cool car. It's amazing that it still looks the same, considering that it's all brand new. And it handles good. And the engine's better. And, and, and blah, 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 blah. It's all the same stuff that we've heard before over and over and over again. I mean, they're all really good. The Mini 2, Paul's review from Mini 2 is really good. Um, and these are all the ones that actually went out, you know, after the embargo like they were supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but they're, they're good reviews. Which if you you're gotta- looking for... Yeah, I gotta oh, ask something I'm, though about all the reviews. Wait until we can get one. Yeah, all the reviews are hitting about the 07, and for the most part, nobody here in the U.S. is going to see one until at least the first of February, if not the end of February. And isn't there a danger of just completely killing sales at the end of the you know at the end of this model year? Much like it happened to computer companies all the time when it's rumored that oh a new models and, coming and it's going oh. and it's going to happen again this year too. And so I'm just uh, thinking over the next few we'll know what happens over the next few months. But then what I was told amazingly was that and this is by my dealership is they still have lots of people who come in a very large percentage of new mini buyers 
who are brand new to the brand and are just, you know, their attitude is, hey, I've always seen minis around. I think they're kind of cool. And now I think it's time for me to buy one. And they're not yeah. savvy enough to go to know the difference between 06 and 07. They're just thinking, I want one before the end of the year. Give me what you right. got. So yep. I'm just, well, I mean. They're used to that whole thing of end, of end of year clearance sales and stuff like that. So that's what they're jumping in on. Well, and you know and what? I've run into a, a ton of people who are interested in the minis and they could care less that there's going to be this big change coming. Well, let's hope so for sales anyway. And, uh, yeah. you know, for the most part, too, minis are going to turn into just like other cars over the next few months because when production stops in November, you'll no longer be able to order. You'll still be ordering 06s for a couple of months. For probably, I'm guessing about eight to eight to ten weeks, maybe as much as twelve weeks, people will be buying minis that are pre-spec'd cars. And yep. how they do that is they guess, you know, what's out there. Kind of like yeah. in a in a region, they go, okay, in this region, seventy five percent of the cars sold have sunroofs or whatever, and they yeah. kind of figure out and they say, well, we're pre-specing these cars, and this is what we're shipping to this area because this is what sells here, and that's pr- that's a pretty good way to do it, to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. So Southern California is going to get a whole pile of dark silver blacks with automatic <laughs> transmissions. Dark silver <laughs> black places asses. are getting dark silver and black. Dark silver black s's with automatic transmissions and chili red white coopers with. Probably with CVTs and uh, and holies. That's too funny. <laughs> yep. That's too funny. Well, it's going to be for a few months. It's going to be easier for people to buy minis because they're going to walk in and they're going to be on yeah, the. I lot. don't even think. I don't even think you could. Uh, I don't even know if there's any dealers that have any allocation spaces left for for custom builds on an 06 this late in the year. Do you? Now, a friend of mine just bought. She just ordered a mini um, and got one of the last 06s because she's going to take delivery sometime in December. They told her for an S. Yeah. Um, she's yeah, getting she a pepper white S. Yeah, she so. definitely got in on the end of that. Hey, Ashley, I know you're not listening, but, you know, shout out. <laughs> yeah, shout, out shout out to someone who doesn't listen to Way to Be Talk. Yeah, exactly. Nice work. Who knows? Maybe someday she'll go back. She'll become a fan. You know, once you get a mini, you become this fanatical being of some sort, and you hook up with Motoring File, and you're like, oh, i got to read everything, and then you, you find you know Wiper what? Radio. You, you know what? You think, but not as much as you would think, because there's the fanatical fans like we are, you know, the fanboys, if you will. Um, and then you've got the people that are buying it because it's a cool car and they're just buying it because it's a cool car. And they don't do all the other stuff. They don't want to join a club. They don't look at NAM. And you know what? Those file. are the people who don't wave. They're you know? the ones that Absolutely. don't wave. And that's all the people. That's most of the owners in Southern California, most, but quite a few of the owners here in Southern California are that way. Yeah. You see them, they roll around, you, you go to wave, and they're on their cell phone drinking coffee. And it's and just like, like, what? Or they, okay. they see you. This is what I don't understand. They actually make eye contact with you as you're waving, and they you and just they get the wave. snub. You just completely yeah. get the snub. You're acknowledged. Or they give but you this weird nothing. look of who the hell are you and why are you waving at me? Exactly. Yeah, no, not even not even that. Not even that. And then you not look at their car and then you look at their car and their wheels are completely black with brake dust. You know, they completely yep. it's just a means of transportation for them. Yep. So exactly. Everybody oh. listening to the show, nobody understands those people. It's okay. They're still they're yeah. still many people. They, they they still are many people and we still have to have a little bit of love for them. Even if we don't but, understand no, them. Not, even if we don't understand it, but not as much love as we do for, of course, our listener base. All right, moving because on. Moving up so to the bottom of the next page. Yeah, because we just you had know, a couple you, of stories there. Yeah, you want to do that one there, Todd? We uh, have... Motoring file design analysis? Yeah, I'm sorry, we, uh, I'm sorry Gabe's not here to do his own design analysis review. You know, analysis you know what? In that. fact, why don't we skip this one? Let Gabe talk about this one next week. Yeah, I'm going to let him talk about it because I'm not going to speak for him. And it, to tell you the truth, I didn't read the whole thing yet. I've been gone all week and have been away from the internet 
for a very large percentage of my work week this week. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, in fact, we'll let Gabe read that one, and maybe we'll just do some 07, some R56 coverage all uh, for next Monday's show instead. Yeah, Not the Monday cool. show, tomorrow show, but next Monday when Gabe's back. So we'll just go and skip that one. Let's do, pick one, I don't care. It's review, review, review. <laughs> and new pictures. Oh, new pictures. Well, new pictures. Yeah, yeah, the new pictures, I guess. More more R56 photos uh, coming out, which, you know, we've seen the car. We've seen a lot about the car, and which is all fine and well. I think every new picture that comes out, we get a new little tidbit, or somebody recognizes something they didn't see before, like, hey, the back sunroof clicks up now. So remember when we said this? Um, I don't know about mm-hmm. six months ago that the yeah, back sunroof well, yeah. the back sunroof was going to pop up, and everybody's like, "No, oh, how are they going to do that?" Well, now pictures are starting to surface. That sure enough, um, and little the little changes in the car that if you're new to the mini, you may not notice. Like the headrests are different, but it's a completely no, you know, different car. You know, it's really cool. Yeah, when you fold the back seats down, yeah, it makes a flat surface. Instead of like, now, I'm looking it, at that now. Instead of you, yeah. now no, like if you go, it still looks if, like it. Uh, no, it looks that like looks. Like, you know what? That looks way more flat than my seats get. Oh, you my mean like your come, seats are kind of at an angle a little bit? Oh, they're kind of like at a lot of an angle. Yeah. yeah mine yeah, are fairly looks, flat. That looks yeah, pretty think, flat to I, me. See, I haven't dropped mine down in a while because I got the car seat back there. But I think they get pretty flat. No, mine get mine don't get near that flat. But also, I've, I also you don't have get two, flat I've, as uh, somebody's the back of somebody's GP. But well, yeah. <laughs> but I also, I also and, have a two-spoke steering wheel, so I mean, what do I know, right? And you know, the back of the GP <laughs> isn't even that flat because there's a big angle to it going down towards the uh, from about midway towards the driver and passenger seat. It angles toward the driver and passenger seat where yeah, that little, because, little opening comes up. Well, that's the natural shape of the body. Right. <laughs> right. It's kind of If you fun. pull your seats out, that's what it looks like. Hey, and I'm waiting for somebody to figure out how to attach a harness to a GP because I am itching. That hasn't happened yet? I'm, no, it hasn't happened yet, and I am itching to get the thing on the track this spring. And I gotta there's got to the, be a way. You know, yeah, you, need, you should just... down back there. No, no it's, you have to do something different. Uh-huh. I'd call... Um, who could you call for that? I don't know. Gotta but, be somebody. Hey, if if you know of a way to attach a harness to a GP, by all means, shoot us an email feedbackwiferadio.com. Well, and I tell you uh, now, in the next, uh, you know, somebody's going to figure it out because right now there's only about forty or fifty of them. They've just started delivering some more this week, um, some new mm-hmm. GPs. So uh, over the next couple of months, when more people get them, I think more people are going to be eager to say, "Hey, I got to figure this out," and they're going to decide to rip this thing off and see what's behind it. Um, you know, it took me two months before I finally ripped the grill off and started doing stuff to my car, but it's it's all over now. I mean, <laughs> you know, although right. I guess I pulled now, the steering wheel off my car pretty quick. You did? Yeah. You did. Now all we have to do is just get you to California. Yeah. Got to get some... Hey, while we're talking about the, these R56 pictures, yes, yeah. I, was, I was looking at the pictures because we now have the first official photos of the, the center stack with the nav system in it. Yes. And I gotta say, I like the center stack a whole lot better with the nav system, if for no other reason because that one little knob in this in uh, the center stack without the nav that's all by itself. With the nav, it's got controls. I'm talking mm. about the, the the radio control knob that's just below the CD. Uh, right. Uh, the, the slot for the CD player. Okay. Yeah. All the controls for the radio are on the same row with that knob when you have the nav system. When you don't have the nav system, that knob is all by itself in the sea of nothingness. 
Oh. All right, I'm looking Even at the pictures Mullet, now. Even Paul Mullet, when he did his review oh, off there you the run, go. You're right. was complaining about it. Yeah, you're right. Oh, you know what? You're right, Michael. I see what you're saying. And you know, it, I'm it, not it, as... It flows a lot better, I think. I'm not against yeah, the design feature of the nav now as I used to be because basically you still get the cool speedometer in the center. You don't have to sacrifice that for yeah, the yeah. sake of the nav. And it's kind of it kind of looks like the old school scale at the meat counter. Um, yeah, that, that's exactly what it looks <laughs> that, like. That was what I was me. thinking. Uh, yeah, but it's still in the center there. You you know you just got the big center part. Yeah, that was one of the things I never liked about the nav um, on our on on our cars is that it, you lose the you lose the speedometer in the center, or if you're in Australia, you lose the you know the tack. Well, and it gives you um, the big Mickey Mouse ears there on top of the steering wheel, uh, yeah. which I'm not a fan of. I don't like I don't like that either. So. We actually yeah. had that on our Cooper. When we had the Cooper, we had the nav system. So yeah. here's, I guess here's another question. Is, is they're going to have something similar to the Chrono Pack available for the 07? I wonder. Know, R56. Because, you know, it would be interesting to see what that's going to do because the nav system now no longer takes the speedometer on top of the steering wheel. What could potentially a Chrono Pack be? And I'm guessing the answer is no, there's not going to be one. Ah, if Gabe were here, he'd probably know that, wouldn't he? Well, I didn't. See, there's actually some accessories that have been released, and I'm gonna get that'll be getting posted this weekend. Somewhere, I Gabe is screaming in his iPod right now. No, no, <laughs> the, new, the new Mini 2006 site actually has uh, accessories listed now, so we'll cover those. Oh, cool. We'll right. cover those tomorrow, but that wasn't in there. But it's because it's for cool. accessories. But yeah, these pictures are nice. Um, I've actually been told by somebody. I actually know somebody who's actually seen an 07 now in person. It was a MacGyver. Bubble gum and bailing wire version that didn't only get ran, it just was display purposes only, and I'm told that it looks just absolutely bitching. Yeah. So, very cool. Well, moving on to the next story, which I will touch on since I had some, uh, of, well, I wouldn't say official information, but it's source information. Um, yeah. The parcel shelf uh, no longer available in the U.S., which technically, it probably, technically, it probably and I should have. And I didn't get mine. Yeah, it probably should have never been offered in the U.S. And what happened is, I think dealers were selling this because it showed up in the parts database until somebody said, "Hey, what's this?" And they said it to the right person, or should I say, the wrong person or the wrong people? And they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute! We can't sell this. It's not DOT approved." Uh-oh. Um, it hasn't been, it doesn't pass the, the crash test for U.S., which, you know, kind of sucks. And, and we, that was assumed, and I think, uh, you know, Gabe said that in, in what he said. We can only guess it's because it never officially was DOT tested and, and not. And if you think about it, if the DOT tests happen with crash, du- crash test dummies who are not seatbelted in, which they usually do, you're, the driver is going to... F- fly forward and your kneecaps are going to get completely removed um, with that parcel shelf, whereas the bolster that's there is going to break away and give, and you're not going to break your kneecaps or your lower... What's the bone that goes from the knee to the ankle? It's not uh, the f- yeah, the bone that goes... Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, that's yeah, that's pretty much why is that finally we're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You can't sell this officially in the U.S. Now, it doesn't mean it's not going to be available. You're still, you can still buy it and install it yourself, but you're not going to be able to buy it from a dealer. You're not going to be able to get it installed by a dealer because it is not approved. It is not an approved part. So... You know, don't get all you know. Don't get your panties all in a bunch because they're not going to be available anymore. Mm. You just have to go overseas and get it. And I don't believe Canada is going to be available there either. But there's plenty of. I mean, it's a global economy right now. It's easy enough to yeah. order one from 
from Europe. But, but it does mean that the price is probably going to go up because it means all the usual sources mm. here in the U.S. outside of the dealers are going to have to go overseas to get it. Yeah. I was amazed at the number of comments this story generated. 45 comments as of now um, about people going back and forth one way or another. And it's amazing to to just see kind of the firestorm that it started. And a lot of people who don't even are like, what's a parcel shelf? I don't, I've never heard of one. Right. <laughs> so uh, if you don't know what it is, don't worry about it. If you do know what it is and you have one like me, I've got one in my 03. I absolutely love it. If you do know what it is and you don't have one and you want one, you better start making some phone calls now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They're in limited supply, you know, limited availability. Aaron over at OutMotoring, you know, wrote the first piece about it. I saw a NAM, you know, a little vendor announcement that, hey, this is no longer going to be available. So get them while you can. So, you know, it's going to be one of those rare things when you see a U.S. Mini. Now, go over to Europe. Everybody's got them because they come standard. In fact, they come standard on the GP instead of a glove box you get at your old parcel shelf. So really, yeah. you get a Euro parcel. You thought you had a glove on the passenger on the passenger side. You don't get a glove box. You get the parcel shelf. So, oh, you know the people well, in Europe are bitching the... about not having a glove box, and we're bitching about not having the parcel the shelf. Parcel shelf. Yeah, yeah. just like well, yeah. wasn't it the the very early spec minis that were only available in Europe in in uh, two thousand two were being shipped without glove boxes? They all had parcel shelves. Ah, I, I remember something about that. I mean, this is like going back way back when, but I think. Yeah. They didn't have the, the glove boxes at all. So they were looking to retrofit the glove boxes when we started getting them. Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting to see, you know, what kind of, you know, the information that's coming out now. And a lot of speculation was that the 07 Mini, it's not going to fit. Because if you look at the pictures in the previous story we just discussed, is you go, well, where is it going to go? The whole dash is different. And um, there's one good picture of the driver's side. And you kind of wonder, it's hard to see because it's dark, but you kind of wonder, is there that same kind of knee bolster there? And if so, is it removable? And are they going to do a parcel shelf for it? So that's just still remains speculation at this point. And I don't think that it, I think it all had everything to do with these aren't approved. These haven't been approved for DOT. You know, it's not a huge deal, but you got to understand the CYA attitude, cover your ass attitude of Mini USA saying, we can no longer sell these. They're not approved. Right. Of course, it only took them, what, three, four years? <laughs> that's, what's so fu- that's what's so funny is that they'd been selling them. I, I bought mine from Classic Mini, an official Mini dealer, and it was a Mini part. It came in a Mini box with a Mini part number on it and everything. I bought it from a Mini dealer back in 2003. And so this is what now oh six so it's three and a half year you know it's more than three years because I know it was available before I got my uh, it was yeah. it was available I think when I got my car and that was March oh three so yeah it's been a while I mean yeah, yeah I, I got mine in like May or June of oh three I mean now you can get it everywhere Moss sells it Mini Mania carries it all the dealers carry it so and I you mean, know I you don't want, know why if you want one you, the chances of being able to find one will be pretty I imagine you'll be able to find one fairly easily not like getting you know like a like a head of spinach from your local grocery yeah like we should have just done a little research with somebody like Moss and said you know hey because they get or Mini Mania for that fact because they have European Mini Mania operates in Europe too I don't know right. about Moss, but just saying they may still carry them here in the U.S. You may still be able to buy them in the U.S. It's just not you're not going to be able to buy them from a dealer. So, right. like I said, don't get all don't get your panties all up in a bunch, people. Yeah, because that's just not very comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Moving Next. on. Uh, worldwide mini sales down due to availability. A collective duh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, that pretty much takes care you of that. Think? We yeah. there was one here. This is interesting. Uh, the London Times on the new uh, 2007 MCS. Unlike many of the reviews out so far, much like Motoring File, um, 
the Times in London actually didn't get to drive the car. <laughs> but uh, but they do have some really good words to say. I just wanted to mention that because there's actually a review posted where they haven't actually driven the car. And I thought that was kind of funny. Nice. Yeah. Takes so skill, let's, I guess. Let's, uh, let's scroll up the page. See, we did the dust story. Ooh, following the mini challenge via a vlog. We've actually talked about this once before. Um, many of Denmark actually has... Uh, a video log, the, a vlog, a, a VOD, I would call it whatever you want. There are videos you can download, they're short. Um, I don't know if they're in English. In, in fact, this site's almost entirely in English. There's a little bit of Dutch, a little bit of German, so you don't have to, like, you're a struggle to read it. But they've got in car shots, they've got out car shots, they've got shots on the track. Very, very cool stuff. You want to check out, check that out for sure. Links over on motorfile.com. Under. The head, headline of following the v, mini challenge via vlog, or vlog, or uh, whatever you want to call it. And then there's another review. There's a lot of reviews. There's going to be a lot of reviews coming out in the next couple of weeks, because um, all these people actually got to drive the car. I think it was over in Spain, so that'll be fun to read. I can't wait to actually get one in the United States. That's what I'm waiting for. There's also the the stunt driving. Uh Exhibition that's going on in Australia later but this month. This this isn't really. I I caught this and I posted actually a couple of days ago, but it's not really so much a, a like a expedition. It's it's almost more like a test drive. So you go out. They've got it set up like a a chase track set up in this big parking lot someplace in Australia, and you go over there and you they put you in a car with a train driver and he takes you on this stunt course and that's your test drive. And I thought it sounded <laughs> really cool. Holy that's cow! Cool. Yeah, like if you follow the link over there to World Car Fans, it's really cool. And it just sounded like kind of fun. So, uh, And finally, we come up with the official evolution of the new Mini. Uh, this is the short version. Come back Saturday, which you've already actually seen it. For the uh, for the full version, uh, this is almost just like a little taste. But it's still, you know, kind of, uh, kind of long. As we're getting good at posting the long stories. Anyway, just all kinds of information here about the new Mini. Um, all the safety stuff, all the performance, all the interior additions, and on and on and on and on. And on. So well, it's, it's 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 a great read. The one that's going, the one that went up on Saturday is actually even better because it goes into more detail. Uh, this is like I said, this is a short version. The one that goes up Saturday is an awesome read. I've been working on it all week. It's really great. Well, that's cool. I, I will save the couple of tidbits for tomorrow night then because there's a couple of other pieces of technical information and a part that I think is going to be available that I don't know if anybody's talked about yet. Um, so I will save that. Tune back in tomorrow for a couple of new tidbits that I don't believe were covered. Oh, nice. And then finally, we've not posted yet on the site for everybody to see, but I already know uh, for Video Friday this week is I went ahead and I posted the M600 whipping off a 10.62 quarter mile. Bad to the bone, baby. Cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It's very cool. Michael, have you seen You saw it, Michael, right? It I haven't seen posted, it yet. It got posted up on NAM earlier this week, and it was also posted over on the Firebolt forums. And for those who haven't seen it, you've already seen it by now, I'm sure. Um, I went ahead and uploaded it. I got full permission from everybody to hey, do did it. Tools, did, did Tools edit that? Did he, is he, did he put it I don't together? know who edited it, really. It might have been Tools. I'll have to find out. He put it But um, I got I got full permission to, to post it up on Google so that whoever server it's on right now wouldn't get crashed when it went up on Motor File <laughs> on Friday. Um, but it, it's it's awesome. It's very cool. It's, it's it's exciting to watch because after he runs it, you tell everybody, 
just super pumped and super excited and actually comes through. It's really kind of cool. And Hubie gets out and he's like, 10-6, baby! <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was so bitching. On, you know, we have to keep in mind, too, the really neat thing about that, and I know I keep talking about this car, but it's just it's amazing to me that, that Hubie's able, been able to actually do this. But the really cool part is he actually did it with a stock head. You know, and yeah. that's just yeah, that's I mean, wild. He, he lost forty horsepower using a doing using a stock head. So I mean, he put together this car, and the one piece that he needed that was totally custom that would have put this car probably down in closer to ten, even closer to ten, um, broke. And so he put a piece off of a stock mini onto his race car, and ran a quarter mile at ten and six at one hundred twenty miles an hour. That to me is just absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Now, when's the next time they bring that uh, car to the track with the, that the car? Engine? That car will be at the track on the 21st. Next weekend. 22nd, next weekend, in fact, at the NHRA uh, small car drag. So, okay, the, we did this before when Gabe was around. We'll have to do it next week because we'll still have one more opportunity. we got to place our bets out there. What's Hubie going to run um, in California? Uh, yeah, and I'll I'll actually be out there at the track. Yeah, with the guys uh, for the twenty first, and I might go out to Palmdale too. But um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw down. We're we're getting cool. Hang on, we're getting cool. Okay. We're gonna have weather like they had in New Jersey. Okay. Um, the racing up at Pomona. Pomona is just a little bit above sea level, so it's not quite sea level like it would, like New Jersey was. It's a couple feet above, um, but it's a fast track. The NHRA Winter Nationals are held there. Um, records are always broken. We're in October. We should we should probably see temperatures no more than eighty degrees, so the weather will be quite favorable for drag yeah. racing. Yeah, we know we know that he's already ran a ten six. So Todd, what do you think he's going to do? Um, I'm thinking ten two seven. Whoa, really? Yeah, and that's going to be that's, f- that's going to be a feat dude, to get down to. But that's pretty strong. I'm I'm shooting for sub ten three. So 10-2-7. okay, Michael, did you care to take a, take a gander at this? Ten three five. Wow, he's going a little bit. Well, all right, I have uh, I have faith in the, I have faith in the boys. I really do, but uh, I don't know if I have that much faith with the current configuration of the car. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm really sorry to say this, but I'm gonna have to say ten four. Mm, okay. Well, we'll... I, that's what I'm thinking. Ten four uh, mile per hour gonna be in the one thirties. That's that's my guess. All right. Well, we'll we'll do this again next week. Um, although next week when we record, it'll be after the fact. Yeah, and you're going to be at the. Uh, <laughs> we're trying to oh, get yeah, you I'll, at I'll the actually have. Yeah, I'll actually probably have it posted before we even have next week show up. So yeah. So well, we you won't do this again next week. <laughs> so here you go. Remember what we said. But hey, if if you want to play along, um, in fact, you know what? Let's do this. Let's have a little pool, shall we? And, put our uh, predictions and everybody else's up in the show notes. Let's put our predictions and everybody else's up in the show notes. In fact, I'm going to jot those down right now. I'm there thinking about it. Jot those down. And we'll have to do an on an offline reach out to Gabe and get his. See, Todd. Todd says, "What attempt, Todd? You ten, say a ten, ten point two seven. My nice. Michael says ten three five. Ten three five. DB says ten four. Okay, we're gonna good put buddy. those in. Yeah, ten four, good buddy. <laughs> Remember the CV craze, man. That's why he did it. That was awesome. No, that wasn't all. I, I, used, to, I used to have a, I used to have a CV and a talkie. But anyway, so let's do this. Let's have a little pool. Uh, no wagering, please. Um, this is just for fun and entertainment purposes only. Um, but let's see whoever gets closest to what the M six hundred is going to run at the next round there in. Pomona. We'll say your uh, name on the next podcast. No, 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 no. I'll send out a Warrior Radio t-shirt. Oh, the new swag. Oh. 
real live, honest to goodness, radio show type prizes. So whoever comes closest, without going over, we always play by the prices right rules. So whoever's closest without going over gets a white radio t-shirt. Mm, there. Members of their families of employeewhiteradio.com yeah, are not yeah, eligible. Yeah. So, so with so with that in mind, who do you think is going to say um, one tenth of a second? Everybody else is over. Gabe. Closest without going over, yeah. Whoever's, whoever's closest without going over uh, will uh, will win a, a, a White Riff Radio t-shirt. So, yeah, yeah, and if there's, du- if there's duplicate... We're going to have to have people send those to feedback, though. Um, because yeah, if they... Say we, you should let people well, post them in the comments? Let people post them in the comments. No, that way everybody else... It's just like, just like Price is Right, dude. Everybody else knows what everybody else is bidding. Oh, that's Come true. On. You can't bid the same. You can't say the exact yeah. same thing. Yep. That there you go. There you go. Duplicates or anything. There so you go. So you have to post it. You have to post in the comments what your guess is, and I'll actually I'll actually put up a separate post just for this purpose. So you don't leave them in the, the notes for show 102. Actually, leave these in the. I'll, I'll make a special M600 post that I'll I'll put up on uh, Sunday. I'll put up shortly after this show goes live. All right. I shall probably, I'll put it up Monday mornings when I'll put it up. So go back to the M600 time post and leave your predictions in there. I will put Todd's. I will put Michael's. I will put mine there. And then you go ahead and list yours there in the comment section as well. And whoever, like I said, whoever goes closest without going over wins in a brand new uh, White Refredo t-shirt. There you go. There it is. And renown. Lots of renown. And lots of renown. Yeah. Plus we'll mention you on the show. And if if uh, if uh, if Wingnut wins again, I'm just my head's gonna blow. Uh, yeah, off. I don't know. If Wing, I don't know if Wingnut's allowed to win again. I don't. Maybe uh, he's disqualified from the next. He's got to wait one. You know, like radio shows sometimes do that. It's like if oh, you won the last year, one. Yeah, if you won the last like one, you have to. Well, we're just gonna make him wait until the next contest. There you go. <laughs> you can't win two in a row. That's our rule. That's our rule. Um, so definitely do that. Click back over. Put in your guess. Win a shirt. Okay. And that takes care of that. Are we done? Yeah. Then we'll call it a Sunday show. Uh, as usual. Oh, actually, first of all, we need to thank Michael, who's visiting us from the Mailbuoy Podcast. Michael, for those of us who don't know what the Mailbuoy Podcast is, I know what it is because I actually listen. Um, tell all the Wire Radio listeners out there what the Mailbuoy Podcast is and where to find you, of course. Well, you can find us over at www.mycruiseplanner.info. And that is a weekly show. Actually, we do two shows a week uh, talking about uh, cruising and cruise vacations and just uh, news and information from the cruise line industry. Very cool. And, it's a, uh, me and Patricia do that show. Nice. Very, very awesome. Yeah, it's a great show. They do a nice job. Uh, up to show 18, I heard this week, right? 18, 19? We did 18 and 19. Uh, next one is 20, and I think I finally got the album art. You did. I, was, I wanted to tell you that earlier. <laughs> Nicely done. A little applause. Michael and I have been struggling with the album art issue, and he finally figured Since it out. Since July. Without, without my help. He Nobody asked me. And... Oh, yeah. Well, it's because he was doing it on the Windows machine. Oh. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh. Yeah. That's why. So wah, we tried wah, I, wah. I tried my tricks, and... He tried his tricks and his tricks in the And I even tried pulling it over onto the uh, the Mac, and finally I figured out what was going on. And basically, because I was pulling it into my iTunes library and doing it in iTunes, and the file I was uploading wasn't the one in my iTunes library, so ah, I wasn't uploading my changes. That would do it. Okay, very cool. Again, that's my cruiseplanners.info. I'll actually put a link to that in the show notes this time around. Look at me go. A little cool. bit of free promo for Michael and Patricia. 
We appreciate that. <laughs> Even though you do negative work on the Wolfcast. <laughs> yeah, yes, but but Trish just, also likes to point what, out that she is the first woman to appear on. Yes, a and, and we and I yeah. did forget really? to mention that last week, and and I caught some serious grief over that. <laughs> when um, when was the, when was this? When did we actually have Patricia it, it, on? Patricia it was, was actually, on for the MTTS Root Show. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Three of us. Well, it was the three of us. Remember? I so, did. I listened to the whole thing. So, so we sh- and she was a little bit miffed that she wasn't invited on to show number one hundred. Hey, well, tell her she's so, got a really good podcast voice. You know. Yeah, she. Okay, does. she's very, very, very listenable. Yes, and don't worry, we'll have the opportunity to get Patricia on again. So Patricia, just calm your knitting self down. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate. As usual, questions, comments, or concerns, you can go and click back over to whiterefredo.com. Leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us, feedback at whiterefredo.com, or you know, play along with the voicemail game and as soon as I get it fixed at 206-33-WHITE. Until uh, tomorrow, gang, this is DB. I am done. Cheers. See ya. Yeah.